Welcome friends to another r slash entitled parents video. We've got a lot of awesome stories today and our first one's from SavvyLay13, entitled aunt defends her kid for bullying his autistic cousin. Background, I, 23 year old female, have three siblings. My youngest sibling Tommy has autism. He's a brilliant funny kid and honestly one of my best friends. He's currently in middle school. Tommy is socially behind by quite a few years and doesn't always understand jokes or metaphors being Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy, super literal. However, because of this, he also can't understand when people are making fun of him. So last Thanksgiving, my whole family packed up and went to my grandparents, my mom's side, house. Before even getting there, my mom and dad ask us three older siblings, all adults, to watch out for Tommy this trip. My parents are very protective over him, but with 40 people at Thanksgiving, it gets hard to keep an eye on him. We all agreed. Thanksgiving Day, Tommy's playing with his cousins who are a year to three years younger than him. He adores these cousins, and all he wants is to play games with them, so he suggests tag, because that boy is fast. They all go outside and start running around my grandparents' house. At one point, my mom comes up to me and asks where Tommy is. Before I could say, outside with his cousins, I turn to see all the kids inside, but no Tommy. Panicked, my mom and I run outside to see Tommy running in circles around the house calling my cousin's names. He's clearly upset because he can't find them. Obviously my mom's pissed, so she went and told my cousins they can't just go inside without telling him. They say they were just getting water but are headed back out. Okay, no big deal. This happens again and my mom's getting angrier. The kids go back outside. My mom tells her sister, my aunt, about it and she kind of brushes it off. A little while later, my mom goes outside to check on Tommy, and she hears the kids yelling at him. Over here, idiot. You're slow, idiot. Hey, big stupid idiot. You get it. My mom flips out and angrily and loudly tells my cousins to get inside and how dare they call Tommy that. One of my cousins starts crying about how my mom yelled at him, claiming it was the other kids who were calling my brother names. He tells my aunt who confronts my mom while my dad tries to comfort Tommy. How dare you yell at my kid? That's not your responsibility. Plus, he said he didn't do it, so maybe it was someone else. And even if he did call him that, they're just playing. Look, you're making my son cry. Just quit being so dramatic. My entitled aunt was actually mad because my mom disciplined my cousin. Few things. My aunt did discipline and yell at us when we were kids. Once she did, my mom told us to listen to her and apologize for what we did. 2. My cousins grew up with Tommy. They know he has autism and can't understand bullying. 3. I know my cousins. They've always been horrible to my brother, and we've told my aunt about it. Every time it's, my kids would never do that, they love Tommy. My mother, ever the angel and as bad to the bone as she was, with tears in her eyes, tells my aunt, maybe I shouldn't have yelled, but I will not put up with people who treat my children so horribly. I try to talk to you about your kid's behavior so many times over the years, and I'm done trying to keep the peace. And I would never defend my kids for bullying yours. That's not what family does. My grandparents ended up siding with my entitled aunt, calling my mom selfish and telling her she overreacted. They were furious that my mom wouldn't be bullied into letting my cousins bully Tommy. We left early the next morning, not bothering to stay for any more of the celebrations. A few weeks ago, one of the cousins started posting videos about how she won't forgive my mom because she was horrible for yelling at her brother. My sister is someone who will call people out on their BS. 
So she texted my aunt a long paragraph. Basically it said, Hey aunt, I noticed that your daughter's posting some horrible videos about my mom. I understand that we will never agree on what happened, and everyone can have their opinions. But posting about our mother on an account that we, my sister and I, follow is cruel. I would really appreciate if you would take it down. No answer. The video is still up weeks later. My mom's response? Middle school's hard. If she needs to take out her emotions on me, I understand I've got thick skin. Tommy's okay now and that's what matters. I love my mom. Do you think behavior like this, without any apology, is enough to cut off those entitled aunts and cousins? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Brooked Socials. My parents robbed me of my childhood and teenage. I'm 20. Growing up, I never got to spend my summer mornings outside playing with my friends. I had to study, stay up to date with extracurriculars and write pages to improve my handwriting, to be allowed an hour outside in the evening. While all my friends were having fun, I was inside crying with a pencil in my hand. All my extracurriculars were picked by my father, and they were all activities he found interesting. I was never once asked what I actually wanted to do. I never got to do sleepovers, except with my cousin, just because my parents didn't want me to. I was to constantly study and get good grades, and if I slacked off even just a bit, I was hurt with belts and shoes and household objects. My father even spit in my drink once and made me drink it to humiliate me for disobeying him. Books were my only escape, and so I would often get engrossed in them, but my father didn't even let me have this one thing. He humiliated me for having this insignificant hobby, hid my books, and at one point threw some away. Then came teenage and it only worsened things. The loneliness I was feeling in my childhood intensified. I was rarely allowed to go out with my friends, and on the occasion that I was, I'd be bombarded with a million calls and messages, so I couldn't enjoy that. Dating was off limits because my parents didn't want me to date. My cell phone was occasionally checked and I was slapped for using curse words like the F word. I was 16 when this happened, not a child. I wasn't allowed to go to any parties, and I never went to any prom. Hobbies that I actually wanted to cultivate, I was insulted for and ridiculed to the point that I lost interest in them. I had always wanted to be a writer, but now I can barely motivate myself to type a single word. I've lost my passion. And now I'm 20, on the verge of moving out soon in less than a year. I've lost 20 years of my life. That's 20 years I'll never get back. 20 years I'll never get to experience and live again. My childhood and teenage is gone, and it's never coming back. And when I bring this up to my mother, she says that I'm holding the past against them and harboring a grudge. The funny thing is, they're the same people now than they were then when they did those awful things to me. They haven't changed in the least. My father to this day maintains that what he did was justified because they were for my own good. My mother defends his actions by saying he meant no harm, but I see no good out of it, and I'm still hurting from it. I lost 20 years of my life to my parents, who were essentially my jailers, a quarter of my life gone. What did I gain from all this except a lifetime of baggage? And mom, if these were supposed to be the best days of my life? I really don't want to see what's in store for me ahead. You can't help but feel totally bad for OP, like what they said is legitimately exactly accurate. This wasn't a childhood, this was like a prison sentence. OP literally was like essentially jailed. This next story is from That's Trippy. 
my mother stole $32,000 from me. To set everything up first, when I was like 8 years old, my mother set me up a joint account with hers so that I could put money in, and she could too when I was younger, and I never got around to separating them. So I started saving money for university in 2017 after I got my first real job, and all my money just went into that account. Only she could see the balance, which I liked because I didn't want to know how much I had because then I would want to spend. I stayed back an extra year before I was supposed to go to save money as well. Now, my mother is the type of person who never wants to work again for the rest of her life. Come time for me to get an apartment weeks before I was supposed to go off to school, I checked my account balance, less than a thousand dollars after years of saving. So I ended up not being able to go to uni because my money was gone right before I was supposed to start. My mother had told me the account had been hacked and she would call the bank to have it fixed. I sat down with the bank manager and we both confirmed that it was my mother who had taken all the money out of the account. Not even all at once, but every day since I had my first paper route when I was 14. She stole a total of $32,000 and her excuse was that since my girlfriend lived with us for a while that she couldn't afford the bills. Yet, when I showed her the paper evidence that said she'd been stealing for way longer than the girlfriend had been there, she had nothing to say. My stepdad didn't care about the money either, because at least her half of the bills were paid. I haven't talked to them in two years, and I don't think I ever will again. I wasted years of high school working full-time to save money for school, and then had it ripped out from under me. Imagine being somebody's own mother and stealing from their bank account every so often. They're out there working hard and you keep lifting thousands of dollars occasionally out of their account. I remember when I was younger and my family was going through tough times financially, my mom would legitimately cry having to ask for a little bit of the birthday money I had to go buy essential groceries. But here, this mom's just using their own kid as their own personal infinite ATM machine. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. They're chocked full of good stories like our next one from a bunch of H's D5. Anyone else's parents always volunteering your time? This is one thing that I can't stand about my mom. I'm 25 and moved out but live in the same city. Somehow she always manages to volunteer me for errands or services for others. You need someone to pick up grandpa from the airport? Oh, OP can do it. Someone to look over your resume? OP will. Ask her. Wanna go see OP's apartment? She lives right down the street, let's go. No asking me, no giving me any warning beyond 10 minutes. And if I can't do what she's volunteered me for because I have other plans or errands to run, it makes me look like the jerk. I've started putting my foot down, but every time I tell her no, she either calls me lazy or she pulls this pitiful look like I'm the worst daughter ever who's just punched her in the face. I tell her no regardless. Now, every time she volunteers me for something, my go-to response is to call her out. Instead of, sorry, I can't do that, I let everyone know that I'm sorry that mom's name told you I could do this. She didn't check with me first, and I don't have the time. It may seem subtle, but now people's frustrations have been directed back on her instead of me. She hates it, but knows I'm right, so any retaliation has been limited to the pitiful look from before. She still hasn't stopped volunteering me though. I just wonder how long it'll take for her to learn. Frankly, what OP did here I think is the way you gotta handle it. 
you gotta find the best way to keep them accountable for going and volunteering your time like that and honestly telling those people straight up, hey, my mom tried to volunteer my time without even asking if I can even do this. Just so you know, I never had any idea, I never promised anything, I was never contacted, so you gotta take that up with my mom, I'm sorry. Our next story is from Zcon Mania. Am I the jerk for slapping my mom after she slapped me for no reason? I'm 14 years old, female, and Asian. My mother's always been abusive physically and verbally. She has terrible anger issues, so I'm used to getting beat. I try not to make her angry as much as possible because she either hurt me or scold me. Last night I was eating soup that was still hot. I was eating in the living room while watching TV with my grandfather. My mom finished eating and went to the living room. She stood beside me while I was sitting down on the couch. She suddenly slapped me, causing me to spill the hot soup on the couch and myself. I looked over to her and said, what was that for? She said nothing, I just felt like it. She hit me for no reason. I've dealt with her BS so many times, but that had my blood boiling. So I slapped her arm, not too hard. She didn't get too mad, but started lecturing me saying, do you think it's good to hit your parents? I say, well, why'd you hit me for no reason? She says, yeah, but do you think it's still good to hit back on your parents? God said to respect your parents no matter what. So do you think what you did was good? I freaking wanted to end her in that moment. I quickly threw my food down the sink and cleaned up the mess she made me do. After that, I just stayed in the room still hungry. I didn't want to see her and took all my anger out by throwing my clothes at the wall. I later then ripped out all the pages of my Bible and burned it. I'm now a freaking atheist. Now, I don't want to get too controversial, but it's kind of excessively awful of this person to go and do that to their own kids and then try to hide behind their religion, like trying to use that as a defense. And frankly, if you want your kid to follow that religion too, that's not going to be a very good tactic. Our next story is from I underscore M1 crap. Entitled mother let her daughter throw cans at customers. I, 16-year-old male, was at the grocery store with my friends, minding our business, when a 4-year-old kid comes up to us and starts following us. We didn't think much of it and tried to help her look for her parents. We eventually find her mom, entitled mother, and she takes her back. Until later, we find her again, and she starts following us until she grabs two tuna cans, and my friend gets one to the stomach and forehead. She could throw pretty hard. At this point, we find her mom and explain to her what had happened and asked her to pick up her child and put him into the trolley. Then she scoffs at my friend almost crying out of shock and pain and walks away with her daughter. Get your kids under control, people. This kid needs one of those leashes. You ain't gonna watch your kids and keep them in control to the point where they're throwing tuna cans at people. At least put that little goblin on a leash. It'll do all the work for you. Or, you know, actually parent and raise your kids the right way. This next story is from Normal Kangaroo 1803 sold to someone by my grandmother. I've been debating on if I want to post this or not. This took place when I was 14 and it scared me pretty bad. Please bear with me as this is an emotional story of my past and will probably need to take breaks from running it. So the flow of what happened may be a bit off. I've talked about my grandmother and her abuse towards me. If you want to read more about that, just check my posts. At this point, my parents already think I've been lying about my grandmother, this being because I have four siblings and my grandmother convinced them that if they tell my parents what she did to me, they would, and rightfully so, never be able to see her again. So they would always call me a liar when I mentioned what she did. Now that I've covered the basics, let's get into the story. 
Like I said, I was 14 years old, male, and had been seeking my grandmother's approval like the idiot I was. Yes, I was an idiot. At this point, my grandmother had already done a lot of things that should have made me realize it was impossible to win her over and stayed over at her place. I didn't know this at the time, but my grandmother had been asking my mother for money and my mother refused. My grandmother wasn't the type of person to take no for an answer and had come up with a way to make the money. I won't go into details, but to put it simply, my grandmother was paid to allow a woman and a man to have their way with me. After my grandmother received payment for this sick and depraved adventure, she came up to me, who was curled up in a ball, and told me, If you say anything about this to anyone, I'll let them take you with them next time. Being 14, I believed my grandmother would do that, and after that day... I refused to go to my grandmother's place without one of my siblings in tow. This affected me in many ways. I'm telling this story now at the age of 30 because I feel like a lot of men are in similar positions. They're afraid to speak out about the atrocities that were committed against them for fear of others making fun of them, or worse, not believing them at all. My grandmother's been dead for a long time now. She passed when I was in my early to mid-twenties. But it took until just a few years ago for me to finally accept who I am, a bi man. For the longest time, the thought of sharing the same space as another male or being in the same room as one caused me to have panic attacks. Please, if someone is doing something inappropriate you don't like or care for, or they let somebody else do it, tell someone you know and trust. And if they don't do anything, then let law enforcement know. This is not okay, no matter the gender especially if there's someone you're supposed to trust. I mean, there's no way that you can hear OP's story here and not have some just remorse for them. We've all had different experiences growing up, but I can say that I've definitely not had anything remotely similar to that, and you can only imagine how impactful and damaging something like that would be. You just have to hope that for OP's sake, they were able to somehow, maybe through therapy or something, process what their emotions must be regarding this and and move past it. Maybe in fact writing and sharing the story is a good way to achieve that catharsis of being able to settle it and put it in the past and look beyond it. Our next story is from Christina Lynn. Am I the jerk for considering cutting my mom out of my life? So I'm a child of abuse. My dad was extremely physically and mentally abusive. My mother never really tried to stop him and even had told me that she would sacrifice me to him to avoid him abusing her. They divorced when I was 12 and she immediately hooked up with a new guy. At the time I was struggling with gender identity and years of abuse. I didn't feel comfortable coming out to my mom, especially with a new guy around. I started running away at 14. She told me recently that she was too messed up herself to realize I was disappearing for days and weeks at a time. I felt like she didn't really care. Finally, I ran off permanently. After a particularly cold winter and severe drug addiction, I begged my mother to let me come home. I needed help, etc. It was snowing that night that I begged for help for the last time. She said no, but she said I could come shower once every couple of weeks if her husband wasn't around when I came by. Some pretty awful things happened to me as a result. In 2013, I decided to come out as trans to my mom. Immediately, she laughed and called me ridiculous. Her turf bestie told me that I'd be ugly and no one would want me. I cried and ran to my car while my lovely wife, her and I are still together, dressed her down. I eventually decided that I wasn't ready and went back into the closet. 
Five years later, I had an amazing career. We bought a house and I finally felt safe and let her back into my life. Then I came out for the second and last, yay, time. At first it was okay, but she immediately began misgendering me. I get it, it does take time for pronouns and names, but it seemed intentional. We had a falling out after I publicly shared my feelings and our history unanonymously on Facebook. It was a year or so until we spoke again. After a while in therapy, I felt like I needed to try and forgive. We really started patching things up. She seemed like she was making an effort. Heck, even she said she was looking for a group to help her. I suggested P-Flag, but she's yet to go. When I started the medical transition, she became increasingly supportive. But as surgery dates got closer, she started panicking. Even went as far as to say that I should have chosen a different name to make my transition easier for her. That turf friend? Yeah, she stayed friends. I had my final surgery, yay, last week, and we talked every day. I gave her updates and it seemed beautiful. She told me she was proud of me and I finally felt that we turned a corner. So yesterday, her best friend, who I've adored, misgendered me on the phone. Not once, not twice, but four separate times within 20 seconds. My mom said nothing, no correction, no valiant mama bear to protect her cub, nothing. I'm hurt. She has never stood up for me. Her friend's feelings matter, not me. She said she initially chose her husband over me because he'd probably be around longer. I'm so hurt. I feel like she'll never have the guts to stand for me. She's even told people that she has a daughter and a trans daughter. What the freak? Don't out me. I can't imagine what she says behind my back when I'm not around. And now, especially after this last neglect of defense, I don't trust her anymore. Anyway, am I the jerk for considering cutting her out of my life? I think if OP feels certain that they've made every effort, every attempt to try to get through to them how much this means to you and how it affects you when they misgender you or straight up out you like that, and you feel like there's just no improving, that OP would definitely not be a jerk for cutting them out of their lives. Our next story is from that guy named AA. Entitled worker acts racist to my mom until my mom shows that she works in the government. This happened years ago, and I was there when it happened, but my mom told me and Dita, grandmother, the entire story when she came back from the event. I still remember her words as clear as Crystal Pepsi. The story. I was interested in long tennis ever since one of my aunts took me to one of her granddaughter's lessons when she was babysitting me. My mother, we'll call her M, decided to go back to the tennis court lounge area to get a form to sign me up for the lessons. The tennis courts were in Lincoln Park in JC. There are two important things to remember here. One, my mother works for the County of Hudson in JC, specifically in the finance department. Even with a lousy job with not that decent pay, she's technically part of the government. Two, and the second thing is that my family is Indian and my mother has brown skin. She was heavily bullied by her grandmother and her cousins on her skin, so she has experience on this type of crap. So anyway, she drove to the lounge, where he asked the one and only worker there for an application for me. The man looked at him, gave a face of disgust and said, Okay, one sec. He said it with a weird attitude. He immediately went to the next person that came in and answered her whatever she asked. My mom was a calm person, so she waited, but knew what type of attitude he was pulling. She honestly didn't care. She soon realized that the worker's trying to ignore her by talking to other people. She asks the worker, excuse me sir, but I'm still waiting for the applications that I asked for a few moments ago. She's a formal person in public. 
The man looks at her and starts to talk to her very rudely. She doesn't remember what he specifically said. I just asked my mom about this and she doesn't remember what the worker said, but he was starting to talk smack. My mom's temper has managed to run out, even for a calm lady like her, so she did the only thing I guess came to her mind. She pulled out her County of Hudson ID card and told him, Sir, I'm a County of Hudson worker. Bro, this worker immediately changed his emotion right there and then. You may not believe, and even I didn't, but that's the truth. She went on to say specifically, As a part of the County of Hudson, I ask if you can kindly provide me with an application to the long tennis lessons. This man immediately pulled out the form from under the desk and gave it to her, saying, Here you go, madam. My mom took the form, said thank you, sir, and left the building. She immediately left the building in anger at what had just happened and went to the car where we were waiting for her, where she told the entire story to us. Honestly, my mom dealt with 30 times worse crap, like my abusive father that died when I was in kindergarten, or my evil father's side that ruined my mom's education and caused her and me to be homeless when I was a baby. But this was a funny story I remember. My mom still works in the same position, and life is normal. And no, I didn't do lessons because of how expensive it was. Oh well. Our next story is from Mission Ambassador. Karen yells at me getting the attention of the conductor on the train. Alright, so this takes place in a Dutch train. A Verm to be exact. A double-decker train in the Netherlands. I was in my seat listening to some music as usual. Fast forward to the next station, we'll call the Karen Entitled Mother, and the kid of hers, Nice Kid. He was a nice kid. The Entitled Mother comes up to me and is talking to me, which I didn't hear as my music was loud. She taps me on the shoulder, so I take my earbuds out, and here's how the convo went. Note, it was in Dutch, so the translations may be a bit off. She said, excuse me, could you move? I said, huh, why? She said, I want these two seats for me and my kid. I say, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to stand as the train's full, and I don't want to give up my seat. She says, but you have to, in a loud tone. This loud tone attracted the attention of some people close by. I say, no, I don't. I really want the seat as I've had an exhausting day and just want to rest. Please leave me alone now. The entitled mother tries to literally pull me off the seat, but gives in eventually. Then she yells at me, fine, then I'll stand because of your freaking lazy butt. This was so loud, the conductor had to come calm her down. The conductor said, whoa, calm down, what's the problem here? Before I get to speak, the entitled mother begins to talk. He stole my seat. I say I didn't, she came here demanding my seat. The conductor says, sir, you're gonna have to come with me real quick. The entitled mother gives me this dirty smile visualizing, I win. The conductor then lets me walk down, waiting for him. I don't know how exactly he said it, but he said somewhat like this. Well, entitled mother, you can have those seats. I'll just reseat him to first class real quick. I could tell by just looking up that entitled mother was livid. Nice kid was just sitting there in embarrassment the entire time. Entitled mother yelled, no, I need to be moved to first class, not that stupid lazy kid. The conductor said, no, you wanted those seats, so you're keeping them now. He then seats me into a private first class part of the train. It has like closable doors to prevent people coming in. He says, have a good day, sir. Once he left, I had no choice but to laugh my butt off. So that's the end of it. Nothing too exciting, but hey, it's something. I mean, honestly, that's kind of sweet. I might just about take one of those yellings just so I could get upgraded for free to a private seat. And our final story of the day is from Karen Killer 3000 Karen randomly calls cops because I won't give her son my $1,000 phone. Okay, this happened last week and I'm still shaken up from it. 
I don't get how the freak people are actually this dumb. I was just hanging out at the Starbucks before work. I was playing some random games on my iPhone 13 Pro. I got it a month ago. It's blue and actually super sick. Along comes this dumb kid. The entitled kid says, what are you playing? I say, oh, it's a game called Clash Royale. It's really fun. They say, oh, nice. I play that game too. He watches me for some time and we just talk about the game for a bit. He was honestly being super chill until then. Then he does this. Can I play a game? I'm super protective of my phone. It was legit a thousand bucks, so of course I respectfully say, Sorry, but no, I don't trust others with my phone. The kid says, Please, can I have it? I won't break it. I say, No, I just said that I don't trust others with my phone. They say, Okay, fine. After around 30 seconds, the entitled kid proceeds to go back to his mom. His mom talks to him for a second, then walks over to me and says, Can you please give my son your phone? He's been really nice today and I want to reward him. Me, getting pretty annoyed by now, said, No, lady, I just don't trust others with my phone. Plus, I have to leave for work in like 10 minutes, so please stop. She says, Give me the phone now. My son deserves it more than you. Just give it to him. I make the mistake of putting my phone on my pocket instead of keeping it in my hand. The dumbest free kid walks behind me and snatches it out of my pocket, then runs to entitled mother. I'm super pissed, saying, Give me my freaking phone right now, or I'll call the cops. I reach over to the kid and pull my phone out of his hand. The mother yells, how dare you touch my son, that's assault. I say you were trying to steal my phone, I just took it back. She says, okay, give it to me right now or I'll call the cops for assault. I say, no lady, stop it. I don't know what was going on inside Entitled Mother's brain, but she randomly decides to call the cops for absolutely no reason. As I was about to leave, I see a police car pull up and nice cop walks in. The mother says, officer, this guy's stealing my son's phone. I don't know what happened to her talking about assault. I say, no, this witch is trying to steal my phone. The nice cop says, okay, give me the phone. I give him the phone. He gives the phone to Entitled Mother and says, can you unlock this? Entitled Mother tries to unlock it and, spoiler alert, she fails. She says, I forgot the code. How does that matter? The cop hands me the phone and says to unlock it. Of course I unlock it. I even show him my name and settings. The cop says, I think I have enough evidence here. He handcuffs Entitled Mother as she's yelling super loud. The cop asks me if I want to press charges and I say yes. She's going to be charged with attempted theft and lying to a police officer. I'll update you guys soon. I know it's really not in the spirit to question the validity of a story, but I was willing to believe this right up until the cops slapped those cuffs on her and asked OP if they wanted to press charges. Would you say with that added detail that this story seems not legit? Let me know what you guys think. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.